It's time for the show, but wouldn't you know, at 570-POD-WAD-1, you can say hi, let your feelings fly, then say goodbye, cause you're done. Add us on Twitter, while you're on the shitter, we won't be bitter, at y'all heard pod. There's iTunes too, you can leave a review, and say we're not poo. We'd appreciate the nod. Thanks, bye! Y'all heard? So we can just do it? Hey, everybody! I didn't count! (laughs) One, two, three! Hey, Hey, everybody! everybody. This is Y'all Heard! A podcast where me, Marissa Phillips, and me, Pete Phillips, become not related. Yes. At the beginning, we are related, and then later on, we become unrelated. (laughs) But what we do is, right, what we do is we break the bread into little pieces, like little bread. What bread? What are you talking about? We take knowledge crumbs, we break them into little pieces, we mix them with egg, right? We make stuffing, and then we shove it into the turkey, and then we put it into the oven, and then when we pull it out, we have turkey knowledge. You listeners, you eat it up. And then you go like, whew, I am full of knowledge. I'm so sorry. In other words, we tell you things you didn't know you needed to know. No, I cannot give you back those 10 seconds <laughs> from you. So, Pete, I'm not going to ask you how your week was because we filmed. We didn't film anything. We recorded two episodes, one after another. Yeah. So instead. Are we going to go right to the icebreaker? Yes. <laughs> Hey Marissa. Uh huh. It's icebreaker time. Hey. If you could see one movie again for the first time, what would it be and why? Uh, Can you answer yours first? Of course I can. It would be Crank Two with Marissa Phillips. (laughs) Oh yeah, that was so awesome. Because it was so fun. I, I was. I was really torn because I was like, maybe I should say Crank. Because like when we went in to see Crank 2, we did have some. But you know what? We went into Crank 2 with some expectations. And it still defied all expectations. And so, yeah, I think I could use that amount of levity and joy again. And was that also the time that we both did energy shots? Yeah, we yeah. took five-hour energy after watching Crank. So we're watching Crank and my heart is pounding, not from the movie, but from the energy shots. Oh, so good. Yeah. So good. Huh, I'm trying to think whether I want something that really touched me or whether I want something that was really fun. Because if I wanted something that was really fun, we would I would want to watch Last Night again with you. Yeah, that was a lot of fun, too. Like, oh, guys, please watch Last Night. Like, that movie. It's a half-and-half half movie where there's two stories being told parallel. And one is so good, and one is so bad. <laughs> and they're it's all amazing. so uh, expository. <laughs> yeah, they're, oh, God. Um, and then you if you wanted something that touched you, it would probably be the bunyip, right? <laughs> That's not a movie. <laughs> Don the Kangaroo is the movie. Mm, Twilight! Oh, my God, I'm so <laughs> excited for the first time. Guys, oh, my God, I was such a Twilight. Oh gosh! I, love uh, yeah. I didn't make that up. That's the term. A twihard, or is the twi- twihard? What, is, what? What? 
What do you like? Want if you said I was a TwiHard fan, that would be one thing. No, but I'm a TwiHard. Great. Okay. So what are you talking about this week, Marissa? Oh, it's me. I forgot. <laughs> Guys, Thanksgiving is coming up. One of the holidays that I find super boring. Technically, it was yesterday. Whatever. <laughs> so I want to talk a little bit about origins of popular Thanksgiving foods. And I thought it would also be fun, as I run down, like, the Thanksgiving staples, to also talk about what my usual family Thanksgiving is like compared to, quote-unquote, American Thanksgiving staples. So, Pete, before I start, tell me what you think the Thanksgiving staples are. Oh, I don't know if I'm qualified to answer this question because my family is very, very... like. Marissa uh, sometimes gives me a little bit of crap because I like plain food, uh, but it's certainly a situational thing based on my family. Okay. So what we have is turkey. There's gravy with the turkey. Yes. There's mashed potatoes. Yes. Stuffing. Yes. My sister makes this like cornbread casserole, which is just like kind of like half done cornbread. Probably more corn. Okay. And, uh, and sometimes sweet potatoes or something like that. And then there's like a pumpkin pie sometimes for dessert or apple pie. That's about yeah, all I got. I would say now, you have all but one. If I can defend my wishes for Thanksgiving staples, there's going to be some sort of sweet potato related thing in there uh, because my family believes that sweet potatoes and yams are the same thing. There's going to be, there's going to be a real vegetable, not corn. Uh, Wait, corn's not a vegetable. I'm glad you know that. There's going to be at least one new thing a year. And guys, spoiler, the thing I'm going to try to insert this year is sweet potato soup. Ooh. I know. I know. Marissa wasn't a fan when I talked about it over the weekend, but I thought it would be fun to make sweet potato soup. So that when everybody is preparing everything else in the kitchen, I can just not be in the kitchen. I like that. Okay. Oh, for some reason, too, my mom loves to have biscuits. Because okay, I talked cool. about how we have cornbread, mashed potatoes, and stuffing. And evidently, that's not enough carbs. So we want to throw biscuits in there, too. People do like rolls. <laughs> By the way, there is street work happening outside my window. Can you hear that? Just a little bit here and there. Okay, I'm sorry. It's like No. Um, it's authentic. You're so real. Yeah. So oh, raw. City so and raw. Well, I would say, uh, based on like the standard traditional Thanksgiving foods, you're only missing one, which would be the green bean casserole. Yeah. Otherwise, you would say yours is basically what the standards. Of and the cornucopia are. that everything's oozing out of. Yes. <laughs> so, out of those staples, which do you think might have actually been there in the first Thanksgiving? Marissa, I also I also forgot about cranberries. Cranberries, yeah. there's always a can-shaped yeah, exactly. thing of cranberries. Yeah. Corn. Maize. That's the only thing I think was there. Okay. That's all they ate. They just ate a bunch of maize. So you don't think anything else you said was there? There must have been a protein, maybe some turkey, but it almost seems too easy to pick turkey. Okay, well, that's a good guess. So I'll tell you bit by bit. Kernel by kernel? Uh. <laughs> So the bird synonymous Thanksgiving is definitely a modern day staple, and it was served apparently on the first Thanksgiving feast, according to I got all my research from tasteofhome.com. We need no other source. However, even though they did have turkey, they were much tall, 
taller and leaner than the turkeys, the fat turkeys we have today. And also the turkeys were not the star of the show. More likely there would be wild hens, venison, and a bunch of seafood at the first Thanksgiving. All right. So that, be, I, like, I like the mix. I, I do kind of hate how there's just, like, one protein we're supposed to all, like, bank on. My Thanksgiving, my Latino Thanksgiving, we have a turkey because we have to, but it is also not the star of the show. The star of the show is the pork that my grandma shoves into the turkey. My right. grandma roasts the penil, which is like a Spanish kind of roast pork, not like a baked ham. Cuts it in pieces and stuffs it in the turkey, and we all fight over that. At your gracias giving? <laughs> You're gross. Okay, cranberry sauce. Woo! The first Thanksgiving obviously did not have the cranberry sauce like we have today, which is shaped like a can. <laughs> Cranberries definitely made an appearance. Commonly eaten in <laughs> Every time you say make an appearance, I'm just going to imagine them like, oh, hey, I'm just checking in. I got to go. Yeah, <laughs> I have no, an appointment tomorrow. <laughs> the Indian tribes that or Native American tribes involved in the first Thanksgiving generally ate cranberries either fresh or dried, along with grapes, gooseberries, Plums and other fruits. What's a gooseberry? So they're probably eating fresh fruits. What? What's a gooseberry? It might be yellowish, but I might have made that up. You can't bring up gooseberry and expect me not to ask what it is. So we're even. (laughs) Good. Yeah, I'm glad you realized that. My Thanksgiving, we get it straight from the can, like Pete said, and we keep it in the can shape and just make it in little can-shaped slices. Mm-hmm. And I don't know that anyone in my family actually eats it, but we like it to be there. Yeah. Here's here's a Phillips family um, tradition. Growing up, my sister would be like, I don't really like cranberries. And I'd be like, okay, well, I'm going to eat some. And between the amount of people at the table, like, you know, it runs out. So one year, we didn't go through the the dance and i was just like i'm gonna eat the last of the cranberries because christy doesn't like them and everybody else doesn't want any and she goes well where's the cranberries i want some cranberries and i'm like you don't like them well how do you know and i'm just like oh come on (laughs) so now every year i have to again engage in the uh escapade of pretending my sister likes cranberries and one year she actually ate them because she wanted to try to prove the point despite Uh, you but my sister has some sort of like, uh, I don't remember exactly what kind of sugar it is, but she has some sort of sugar intolerance that she just shits her brains out when she eats it. So, yeah, that happened. <laughs> I don't know if you guys really picked up because he was talking fast and like kept on, but when Pete was saying that his sister doesn't like cranberries and doing an impression, he was like, oh, I want some cranberries. Yeah. Why do you think I don't like cranberries? She's British, yeah. Subtle? Yeah. I just hope he picked up on that because... He didn't do it that dramatically, but it was there. (laughs) Okay. Green bean casserole was basically, uh, what's the word? A creation of the Campbell's Soup Company. Uh, It's definitely not the first Thanksgiving. It wasn't developed by the soup company until the 1950s. And if any of you, like Pete's family, does not have this, it's usually like green beans mixed with cream of mushroom soup topped with crunchy French's onions. My family, as of the last few years, periodically brings green bean casserole. I think as part of like a concerted effort to like bring white people foods in our Thanksgiving. You don't like, have to. Less ethnic, <laughs> but like it's not a tradition. So pumpkin and other winter squash were common crops in the Plymouth colony around the first Thanksgiving, but do not expect that there was a pumpkin pie. They probably did make a pumpkin dessert. 
but they didn't have like a bunch of wheat flour and butter and sugar in the colony. So more likely they would hollow out gourds, fill them with a thick musk. A thick musk. (laughs) (laughs) Fill them with a thick custard made with milk, spices, and honey, and then either bake or roast them, which sounds gross to me. In my Thanksgiving, every year someone brings a pumpkin pie. Nobody wants to eat it. I think one person takes a slice. That's my mom. Want it there to make us feel good. Yeah. I don't like it. Nobody else likes it. My mom loves it. I actually do like it. Uh, I like pumpkin pie and sweet potato pie. I'm going to try to make her... I'm going to try to make her a teeny tiny one this year, which is going to be a... Like a tartlet. It's going to be bad. Because <laughs> I'm going to have to manually cut a recipe in half and hope for the best. <laughs> uh, or you can just get a tart recipe. Make tiny tarts. So I should look up pumpkin tart. Tarts. I like saying tart. Ooh, I like that word. Tart. I haven't heard of tart in a long tart. time. Tart. 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 ASMR. Okay. Mashed potatoes are definitely a big tradition for Thanksgiving. But... They were probably not served on the first Thanksgiving. Sweet potatoes, which are from the Caribbean, and white potatoes from South America hadn't even made it to North America yet. And they wouldn't become a popular crop. Boom. That's a truth bomb. <laughs> for at least 100 years, bitches. My Thanksgiving. We eat rice and beans instead. The mashed potatoes of the Latino world. Sounds good. Sometimes put gravy on our rice and beans. Sweet potato casserole. Why are you laughing? Mostly your uh, delivery. Okay. <laughs> Mostly the, your delivery. <laughs> Though the modern marshmallow was... I cannot talk. The modern marshmallow was invented in France in the 1800s. Did not know that. No. The marshmallows didn't really take off in the U.S. until the 1920s. During the Prohibition era... When sweet dishes actually surged in popularity. Can't have your booze, you need your sugs. Yep. So then the now classic casserole made its first appearance. Yes, I said appearance again shortly around that time. My Thanksgiving, periodically someone will bring that once again in an attempt to be more white. I think the one time they either used a Martha Stewart or a Rachel Ray recipe, it was pretty good. But, you know, it's not a tradition. I made a sweet potato casserole once. It was the best thing I've ever made in my entire life. I've had two kinds. I've had the ones with marshmallows. I also had one that had orange juice mixed in with it and, like, walnut. It was delicious. It tasted mm-hmm. like kind of fruity. That's what, that's what mine was. It was uh, sweet potatoes and, like, a uh, brown sugar layer and then the walnuts on top. Yeah. It's very good. Okay. Um. So now let's talk a little bit more about my Thanksgiving and what sets it apart from your Thanksgiving. Are you talking to me personally? Yep, your Thanksgiving. <laughs> Personally. Okay. No, not you personally. So things found in my Latino Thanksgiving. Like I said, we have a whole bunch of rice and beans, like a gigantic pot of rice and beans, and pork stuffing. Uh, We also sometimes have things called pasteles, which are like, you know what a tamale is, right, Pete? Sure. Don't lie to me. Sure, I do. (laughs) Anyway, to everyone else who knows what a tamale is, (laughs) it's like a tamale, but with like, mashed up plantains on the outside instead of cornmeal. No, I don't know what it is. <laughs> we also have manischewitz, which I'm pretty sure is an altar wine, and it sure tastes like it. And a grandfather who always says something in Spanish. We all have to, like, 
Close our do you, eyes. Do you eat him? No. <laughs> no, I'm changing. Just, just tradition. Okay. Okay, Henry says in Spanish, well, we all have to shut up for a while. And every single Thanksgiving, when he's done saying whatever he says, because I don't know Spanish, he starts crying. And then my aunts start crying. And then I'm like, oh, my gosh, calm down. <laughs> we all cry and we eat. And then we all eat really fast. And then... The extra seasoning is tears. <laughs> yeah, exactly. <laughs> now, that was all I had about the actual Thanksgiving. Here's just a random interesting aside. Some other countries besides the U.S. have Thanksgiving. They're not necessarily on our Thanksgiving. But when I was in Korea, I got to experience Korean Thanksgiving, also known as Chuseok. If I pronounce it wrong, sorry. It is one of the most important holidays in Korea, and it actually lasts for three days. Like, there's Chuseok in the middle, and then they also celebrate, like, the day before and the day after. There's a lot of traditional foods that I was going to talk about, but I realized if you have no reference, you don't know what I'm talking about. Mm. Like, the, one of the traditional foods is Songpyeon, which are, like, these gelatinous rice cakes stuffed with, like, a sweetened sesame seed filling. But you don't know what to picture. I no. know you don't know what to picture, because I don't mean, like, Quaker oat rice cakes. <laughs> so... Um, I actually really like Korean uh, Thanksgiving foods. It's, it's no, like, turkey involved. It's, like, various soups and, like, meatballs coated in egg and, like, clear noodles. It's, it's interesting. Um, anyway, I just wanted to mention that around Chuseok, usually it's a big gift-giving holiday. But not like a, oh, let me give my child a gift and, like, let's get toys for the kids. It's like a, you give a bunch of gifts to, like, not only your relatives, but, like, your friends business colleagues, a lot of people in your life, just to show, like, you thank, you're thankful for them, you appreciate them. So I used to work in a school, and they would always give us, like, like a suitcase full of, like, toothpaste <laughs> and, like, shampoo. And, uh, Marissa, how big is this suitcase? <laughs> it's like a paper suitcase. I just need, like, a heavy little handle. Um, a suitcase full of toothpaste. There was, like, I was, it was like, 10, 15 pieces of stuff in there. Mm -hmm. uh, once my landlord gave every tenant uh, a big thing of uh, Korean cosmetics. And other, like, customary Chuseok gifts involve, like, high-quality cuts of beef, big things of fresh fruit, gift sets full of shampoo. Like, again, it's not like a toy. It's like you buy something, like, kind of, like, useful for the house. Um, and my favorite, my favorite Chuseok gift, that I always saw in the store, and it cost like $55, and I would be so, so jealous of people that got it. I was like, please let one of the parents whose children I teach buy me this, and they didn't, and I was sad. And then the day after Chuseok, I get a knock on my door, and it's one of my coworkers, and there in her hands, the sweet, sweet girl she is, she bought me what I had been dreaming of. She bought me a suitcase full of Spam. <laughs> I was so excited. It was just, okay, so the suitcase thing is part of like I the. I keep saying suitcase, but it's like oh god, a big. It's like a cardboard box that opens, but it has like a handle, so it looks like a suitcase. Okay. It's like a leather right. suitcase full of suitcases. <laughs> now I'm just like imagining a whole country that like like we have stockings at Christmas. It's like no, we put everything in suitcases. But they're all, everything in suitcases like, is always in a like big cardboard box with a handle, so it's like a suitcase. <laughs> But no, I was so excited. Oh my God, when she showed up at my door with this suitcase full of spam. Oh, she's the sweetest. Teresa, if you're out there, I still think about that spam you bought me. So yeah, that's just a little FYI about Thanksgiving in another part of the world. 
Take it or leave it, bitches. Very good. Thank you. I don't need your approval. I've been really sassy to Pete since we started this podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry. Hey, what are you going to do? Nothing. I'm going to do nothing. I can take it. You say, can you dig it? No, I said, I can take it. <laughs> what are you going to do? Can you dig it? It's time for plugs. Well, hey, I want to take this opportunity to plug turkey sandwich leftovers because they're good. For those of us who can eat gluten bread. Um, I can eat bread, just not glutinous bread. Yeah, but we all know sir. we all know gluten filled bread is the best bread. Shut up. I also want to plug those sales, sales, sales because it's Black Friday. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm gonna be with my family today. Yay. Yay! And probably buying way more stuff than I should. I'm a shopaholic, and I think I have problems. Anyway. So it's been a pleasure, everybody. A pleasure. Happy Thanksgiving yesterday. Bye! <laughs>